So Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and let none of his words fall to the ground. And all of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, knew that Samuel had been established as a prophet of the Lord. We're going to talk today about the law of E.F. Hutton. The shepherd gains an audience through service. And um, we're going to start out by talking a little bit about Samuel and um, about his uh, success as a leader. You know, Samuel's success began when he was just a boy under his mentor, Eli. If you know the story in 1 Samuel, uh, Samuel's mother couldn't have a child, so she prayed. The Lord, uh, she made a covenant with God. She said, if, if you'll give me this son, then I'll give him back to you. So at a young age, she took him back to the temple and he was mentored by Eli. Uh, we know the story of how God began to speak to Samuel at a very young age. And out of that, you see, his leadership, it began when he was just a boy. Um, God spoke to Samuel as a, you know, as a young boy in the middle of the night. Um, he spoke to, God spoke to him to give words to Eli. Uh, he had credibility. Um, even in that hardness of the message that he had to give Eli, Samuel spoke the truth in love. This encounter began a long pattern for Samuel. So think about it. His first um, prophecy to give was to his mentor, and it was um, the judgment was coming to his house because he didn't address his sons who had been, um, you know, they'd been abusing the temple. They had been uh, taking advantage of people. They'd been selling offerings, uh, sleeping with their women. And um, so when we look at the, the, uh, the law of E.F. Hutton, you know, the real leader holds the power, not just the position. And that's what we need to know in this one is that um, a lot of times people believe they're the leader because they have a position. But you need to understand leadership is influence. Now, I've been in meetings to where somebody was holding a meeting, but somebody else was running the meeting. They were the influencer. They were the one that had the knowledge and the wisdom and the relationships to lead. The other one had a title. Now, titles you know, are important to a certain point, but just because you have a title doesn't mean that you're leading. Um, Samuel, he was one that heard God and he spoke truth. Now, I like a, a quote by Margaret Thatcher. She said, being in power is like being a lady. If you have to tell people you are, then you're not. I've seen people like that where they're, they have a leadership uh, position and they want to tell everybody, hey, I'm in charge, I'm in charge. And uh, the reality is, is that um, um, the position didn't make them a leader. Um, it was the one that was influencing that the people were listening to. And positional leaderships, they number one is they, they speak first. Real leaders speak later. Uh, positional leaders need the influence of the real leader to get things done. Real leaders need only their own influence to get things done. Positional leaders influence only the other positional leaders. Influence uh, Real leaders influence everyone in the room. The proof of leadership is found in its followers. And um, so I want to just kind of break it down a little bit. We'll talk a little bit more about Samuel. Um, let's look a little bit of some images of uh, leadership from Samuel's life. And then we'll look at some um, that, uh, you know, other character qualities that show as far as the real leader. And um, so first of all, images of leadership from Samuel's life was he was a shepherd and uh, the key descriptive word here is relationships. If you're going to be the, the one that people listen to that 
um, gains that audience, then you're going to have to have relationships. I've said in former podcasts, I heard someone say years ago that um, rules without relationship breed rebellion. And a lot of times that's what positional leaders do. They give a lot of rules, but they have no relationship with people. (laughs) You know, I've seen that in the military. I've seen it in churches to where people had a position and they want to give everybody a lot of rules. Well, you're supposed to do this, 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 but they have no relationship with that person. Uh, The other one in Samuel's life, the image is steward. And the key word is responsibility. You know, a steward acts on behalf of an owner, overseeing others and managing possessions. Um, Stewards are accountable to the owner. And we know Jesus taught this principle in Luke as well. So stewardship, you know, and stewardship's a big thing. A lot of churches will teach on tithing, but they won't, they don't ever teach on stewardship. Stewardship is what we do with all of our being. You know, what do we do with our finances? We're good stewards of what God gives us and what, what is provided to us through finances, but also good stewards of time, good stewards of, um, you know, we're responsible. We're responsible for our actions. And again, this is a picture of Samuel's life because it was through his stewardship and through his shepherding that people listened to him. The third one is a seer. The, the key word here is revelation. Leaders must possess a, a vision and communicate fresh direction to the people. You know, Samuel, he, he was able to get a vision of what, a revelation of what God wanted to speak. And then he spoke it to the people. And, and that's what the, the leader that is, you know, has the, um, the audience is he has the revelation from God and then he's able to convey it to people. The fourth one is servant. The key word here is rights. A biblical, a biblically informed leader gives up his rights instead of gaining them when he reaches the top. Leaders sacrifice for the good of the people they lead. Samuel model, modeled this as he interceded for Israel, as he made sacrifices on the altar on their behalf, and as he wept for their welfare. Power did not motivate him but service. People listen because of his servant's heart. And that's that's a big thing, you know, ser- serving. Um, the Hebrew term for leader, it stands up in sharp contrast to the word for king. The fairly neutral Hebrew, Hebrew term for king means allowed for the possibility of independence for being a maverick. Samuel warned against this very thing when the Israelites asked for a king. And he warned them, And to be a captain, ruler, prince, governor, or noble of the people of God, a person must first come squarely under the authority of God. You know, and you think about it. So we, we, um, you know, when we talk about leadership, you know, we talk, talk a lot about servant leadership, but you need to understand, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a line there. It's not like, you know, a lot of times when we think about serving while I'm serving, I'm doing everything. You know, really what a leader's job is to do? is to make sure that people have the resources, that have the connections, that have the things that they need to accomplish the task. So you are a servant because you're providing them for the, with those resources. You're providing them with those contacts. You're giving them all the tools to succeed. And when they succeed, you succeed. And so, you know, here's a, a little bit about um, um, when we talk about um, the law of E.F. Hutton, um, Neither does a person's recognition um, as a leader. Over the course of time, seven key areas reveal themselves in leaders' lives that cause them to step forward as leaders. Number one is their character. That's who they are. True leadership always begins with the inner person. 
That's one. That's why some someone like Billy Graham is able to draw more and more followers to him as time goes by because he has good character and people know that. Um, also, um, relationships. We talked a little bit about that. Who they know. You're a leader only if you have followers, and that always requires the development of relationships. The deeper the relationships, the stronger the potential for leadership. Each time, you know, and that's that's what we need to realize is, you know, building, we have to build the right relationships, right kinds of relationships with the right people. And then, you know, in, in a leadership position, that's who you know. A knowledge is what they know. Information is vital to a leader. You need a grasp of the facts, an understanding of the factors involved, and a vision for the future. Knowledge alone won't make uh, someone a leader, but without it, he can't become one. You know, we have to spend a lot of time doing homework as a leader and understanding the big picture before we cast vision, understanding the big picture before we lead people to do something. I know in the military, we, we had to have knowledge of our of our enemy before we ever attacked. We had to know our task. Um, I was in a desert storm. I remember, you know, we were there six, seven months before we ever went into Iraq. And what did we do during those six or seven months? We gained knowledge. We gained knowledge of our of our allies as well as our enemies, and we gain knowledge of our um, methods of defeating him. Um, the next one is intuition, and that's what they feel. Leadership requires more than just a command of data. It demands an ability to deal with numerous intang- intangibles. And that's the, that's the reality is, you know, things will come up, so we have to know how to um, have the intuition to handle those things. It's not just a, a data thing. We need to understand the bigger picture and understand that, yeah, you know, everybody's different. Everybody needs to, uh, um, you know, be addressed in a certain way. The next one is experience, uh, where they've been, you know, the great, uh, the greater the challenges you've faced in the past, the more likely followers are to give you a chance. Experience doesn't guarantee credibility, but it encourages people to give you a chance to prove that you are capable. Experience is a big thing. You know, as we, uh, experience leadership, um, you know, experiences, we gain experience, it helps us, and people want to follow people with experience. Uh, past ex- past success is the same thing. What, what, you know, what has the leader done? Uh, nothing speaks to followers like a good track record. Um, we need to understand that, um, you know, we want to succeed. Um, that's taking a risk sometimes. Um, followers, you know, that gives them another reason to trust your leadership um, and to listen to what you have to say. So you need a past success. You need, even if they're little successes, they add up. And then number seven is ability. You know, what what can a leader do? The bottom line for followers is what a leader is capable of. Ultimately, that's the reason people will listen to you and acknowledge you as their leader. As soon as they no longer believe you can deliver, they will stop listening. Uh, People listen not necessarily because of the truth being communicated in the message, but because of their respect for the speaker. And that's so true. You know, we, um, you know, a lot of times, and and I know there's a a tendency to do this um, as a leader is we see potential in people. We see things that we believe that people can do. And a lot of times we'll make uh, promises. And when we make those promises, we need to um, follow through with them. You know, it's, it's kind of a sad thing. I see this over and over that, you know, leaders will make promises and back out and it's okay. But if people that are following them make promises and back out, they hold them accountable, they judge them, they're very critical of them. And the reality is, is the leader needs to, everything rises and falls on leadership. If the leadership is not trusted, then the people aren't going to trust him. 
And um, so, the, you know, the law of E.F. Hutton is, is the leader is the one that people are listening to. And we do that, you know, I talk a lot about character because character is such a big thing. When we have, when we're people of character, when we have past successes, when we develop relationships, then people are going to listen to us. I know that, uh, I shared this on a former podcast. I know that when I was working at as director of ministries, uh, I spent a lot of time helping people develop ministries. And one of the things I would do, I, I found that so many people walked in fear of, of failure. And uh, so what I would do is I would help them um, get gain the knowledge. I would help them build the team. And then I would help them, um, you know, start the, the, the ministry or the whatever the program, whatever they were going to do. I would walk alongside them for a season, some longer than others. But as soon as they felt um, comfortable, then I would back up and let them lead that org- that program or that ministry. And um, it was through relationship, but I'm still available. They can still come to me. They can still talk to me. They can still share with me. And I believe that that's, you know, that's the thing about leadership is we want people to listen. And relationship, character, being a man or woman of your word. Oh my goodness, that is such, uh, carries such weight. Um, you know, and, and again, there's a, the contrast between the positional leader because we have a title. And, uh, you know, I found that early on that, especially in ministry, a lot of times people will have the title of, you know, associate pastor or even senior pastor. It doesn't necessarily mean they're a leader. Um, they might be able to preach, but they, they uh, still are working on their leadership principles. They're still gaining trust of people. Um, and sometimes they staff their weaknesses because they ha- need more time to spend on preaching. But the reality is, is even in business, you know, I've had a... Um, managers or supervisors that uh, had a position but they weren't a great leader had some that were fantastic as well though even in the military in the military you get promoted a lot of times because of points because of education and um, men would be promoted and they would um, want to rule over you with with their authority but the ones that i found that um, had successful teams were the ones that had relationship. They cared about the people with them. And when they cared and they showed empathy, those people listened to them. Those people bought in. Those people would go to war for them. Those people cared about them because it was a, it was a, a deeper relationship. So the, the law of E.F. Hutton is, you know, who's listening? If the people are listening to you, then you're probably the leader. Now, maybe you're, um, um, you know, I heard one guy talk about, you know, how do you gain respect back? You know, it's, it's really a history. It's really a, a daily discipline of gaining it back. Maybe you've failed in the past. You know, examine and say, "Hey, how can I, how can I shore up that area in my life and become better?" Then begin to work on that. So I just want to encourage you: um, go to TonyHenley.org, check out our uh, our blog, our um, our website. There's some free resources there. Um, if you choose to donate, you're more than welcome to go to PayPal there, as well as our. Uh, anchor uh, website Uh, please subscribe to our podcast let others know about it share it on social media Uh, get it out there i hope this is blessing you and always remember that god is not mad at you but he's mad about you